0: We hear in our gospel reading, the person who is trustworthy in very small matters is also trustworthy in great ones. To be trustworthy means to be entrusted with something. To be given something as a gift and how we use and share that gift with others is what it means to be trustworthy. So I'd like to share a little short story with you. The gift is titled, The Gift Beyond Imagination. The gift was simple. The gift was small. But the promise it held was larger than life. What made it special was that it was a gift from Mama M's grandmother. Graham had wrapped it in a beautiful scrap of red silk scarf. Mary M rushed to open it, but when the gift fell out, she looked at it. It was just a seed, a tiny black seed. Why did Graham leave her a seed before she died? Mary M was eight, and her Graham had said she would be leaving soon on a trip to heaven. Graham assured her that before she left, she would leave her a special gift, a gift beyond imagination. The little girl clung to the promise of the gift as she saw her grandmother begin to fade away. The cancer had made her so thin and frail, but Graham still had a smile and said Jesus would be traveling with her on this trip. Even now, two weeks after Graham had left on her new journey, she said, as she had called it, Mary M clung to the promise, but a seed? What had Graham been thinking? Tears of disappointment began to drip down Mary M's face. She had hoped for more, but what was there left to do now except to plant the tiny seed? An old clay pot was found behind the shed filled with chilling spring dirt. She placed the seed deep into the soil as she was taught by Graham. Two long months has passed and oh, how she still missed her. New tears of sadness and grief slid down her gentle cheek, watering the seeds new resting place. As the days and weeks pass, Mary M cared for the seed. She placed the pot in a sunny spot watered it, and waited. As she waited, she remembered Graham's smile, the fun that they had baking cookies together, the way Graham pushed her high into the air on the swing until squeals of delight escaped her lips. As she remembered, she didn't feel as sad anymore. Finally, about a week into the summer, a tiny plant poked its head above the soil and drank the rays of sunlight. Every day, it grew taller and stronger as Mary M cared for it. The small plant quickly grew and soon blossomed into a beautiful red poppy. Just like the ones Graham had grown in her garden, Mary M loved it to wake up to the little flower every morning. It was like Graham saying, I love you each and every day. But then one morning, the poppy began to droop and hang its head. Mary M watered it more and moved it to a sunnier spot. In spite of all her efforts though, the little poppy shriveled and died. Mary M couldn't bear to throw it away. She just left it there on her windowsill. Now it brought sadness and sad thoughts Thoughts of Graham's sickness and death. Many weeks later, the air began to chill and the leaves began to tumble off the tree. Winter was on its way. Mary M. decided it was time to throw out the remains of the little poppy. As she did, though, tiny black specks began to fall. They were seeds. This was when Mary M. remembered what Graham had said. Winter may come, but just means spring is on its way. With this thought, Mary Ann began to smile. She now understood that Graham's spring had come in heaven. She also realized the preciousness of Graham's gift. The real gift was the lesson about life, a lesson about Christ, wrapped in the red scarf of his love, The seed of our life continues to live even after death and leaves everyone more seeds behind to be planted in the hearts of others. Truly, he is the gift beyond imagination. So what is this gift that we are being entrusted with? What is that little seed that we have that were given to us? And what are we doing with that gift? That gift we are given is that relationship with Jesus Christ. An ability to relate, to love, to know, to serve God. So everything we have is therefore a gift from God. Everything that we're able to do, the work that we're able to do, the math that we're able to process, the science that we're able to understand, is a gift from God and so therefore everything around us is a gift from God that gift is for us to come to recognize to see his presence in our lives how he's worked in our lives how he's made himself known to us in everyday things and through those everyday things we grow in our appreciation our understanding and come to know of God in our daily lives. So what do we do with that gift? We get an opportunity these last couple of days of this beautiful weather, but how many of us have actually spent the time to appreciate that weather? As the trees begin to change colors, how many of us get the time to appreciate and to see each of those leaves fall off the tree, how each leaf is different in its own unique way. And as thousands of leaves fall down, none of those leaves are identical. So with that gift of a relationship with God, to be able to understand, to know God and to serve him, what are we to do with that gift? We have a responsibility, therefore, to share that gift and to be good stewards. Instead of just using it for our own gain, our own benefit, that gift of relationship is meant to be shared, to be embodied in every day of our life, to show people that we have that gift in our life. But that gift of faith, that gift of relationship with God is used, but used in the wrong way. We tell God, I will do this, I will be a good Catholic if you do X, Y, and Z for me. If you leave me alone, if you let me choose my pathway, if I can dictate how I can live my life. I will go to church on Sunday if you let me live out a life of the flesh if you let me do what I want and think is going to be best for me, and I will follow you. And so we use and hold that gift ransom. And so when we're asked like the steward to take account of those gifts, we didn't use it for God's benefit or gain to grow in our relationship with him. And so when we get to our deathbed, we begin to freak out and be concerned of what we've done with our life. And change our ways on our deathbed and forget why everything even matters in life. So what are we to do and how are we supposed to grow and nurture that gift? That gift is that relationship. So what are we doing to cultivate a relationship in our life? Because we hear in the first reading from Amos, they just use that gift of being temple workers for their own benefit and gain. They cheated others out of what they deserve, whether that's eyeballing and undercutting the value of what they were bringing to the temple, whether that was putting fake shekels in the scale to win the scale and make it beneficial for them. That gift is meant for us to deepen our relationship with him to know how God has loved us and worked in our lives, to guide us in everything we do on how we relate to our brothers and sisters, how we have loved our brothers and sisters that much more. Because that gift of faith becomes the compass of how we live our life. That gift becomes an onion that is peeled back. And we hear in that short story That gift is a seed. We have to nourish it by taking in and learning our faith. We have to begin to nurture it with nutrition. We have to begin to be fed by the Eucharistic feast. We have to begin to feed it by our words, our actions, and our deeds. We have to begin to use that gift for the benefit of others, not just a small collective of others but for the whole community, for the community of faith at large. Each and every one of us have been given a gift. Each and every one of us has an ability to love in a very particular and distinct way. And that love, that gift of love, is meant to be shared and given to others. These last couple of months I've been reflecting on since I've been here, now beginning my second year, on my life as a priest, my ministry here at St. Elizabeth Ann Seton. And what I've been dwelling upon these last couple of months is why am I here? What am I doing here as a priest? Coming to a very large parish with a large community in these last couple of months, visiting with people and sharing my ministry and what I've done Everyone has seen this horror on their, I see that horror on their face because of how large the community in the parish is. And they ask me all the time, how many priests are there at St. Elizabeth? I tell them two. And they freak out because that parish, this large of a parish, requires at least four to five priests to be able to really run, manage, and serve the community effectively. And so I keep bringing that into prayer and ask, it's like, what am I able to offer? What am I able to do? And why am I here to do this? And he, in prayer, God has has brought me back to my own salvation history, my own journey of formation. And what he's been asking me constantly is a phrase from John, when Jesus asked Peter, Peter, do you love me more than this? He's prepared me for all this for years on end from seminary formation, from my walks in life with different people, with the talents and gifts he has blessed me with to serve his people here in its effective manner. The stress he's put me through in seminary has allowed me to deal with the stress here at St. Elizabeth. The overwhelmingness of seminary formation, the overwhelmingness of being at seminary working full-time also at the parish was his way of preparing me. But I wasn't aware of that because I couldn't see the onion peel back. I was so focused at that moment of that tiny seed that God has given me and just like... Mary M. in the story, couldn't see the value behind that gift, couldn't see how impactful that could be, and couldn't see what all this meaning will come from it. But when time came, that seed blossomed into a flower, it really clicked and made me understand why he's doing what he's doing what gifts he has offered me and have equipped my call so i can serve his people more effectively and so that has been my reminder for these last couple of months as i've reflected on my time here so my dear brothers and sisters each of us have have been given a gift different gifts of love ways we can convey that love to others but the question becomes what are we doing with that gift How are we sharing and growing that gift so that when we're asked to take account of that gift in heaven, we can show God what we've done with that gift of love, how we've shared that love in different forms, fashion, how we've built a community of love by the way we act, the words we say, the things we do. We've built a community of love that fosters vocation, that fosters a deeper relationship with God, that brings others into the fold of love. But the challenge and the hard part with that gift is we've held it hostage. We don't want to share that gift because we're so afraid of what that gift is going to entail. We're afraid that if we let it blossom and grow, more is going to be expected and asked of us. And we don't want that. We're holding hostage that gift because we ourselves don't want to be vulnerable to what we can offer. Because simply in our own lives, we just say, I don't have that ability. I don't have that skill of love to share. What is interesting is I've sat with a lot of people And ask them, hey, we need volunteers in these different areas. And the common answer I get is, Father, I can't do that. For example, going to RCIA, Father, I can't teach my faith to others. But I ask them, can you sit there with people then and accompany them? Oh, no, 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 Father, I can't do that either. We have gifts. What are we going to do? So as we continue our celebration of the Mass and come to receive the most precious gift of our life, the body, blood, soul, and divinity of our Lord Jesus Christ, receive him and have him a part of our lives, we're asked to therefore go in peace, glorifying the Lord by our life. We're asked to share that gift. So as we come, let us ask the Lord, what gifts do I possess? What gifts of love, and how do you want me to share that love with the world? And what can I do to build my gift and use my gift in this community to help build, strengthen, and serve your people today and every day of my life? Amen.